Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is now recording. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Are we going to have some fun today? Uh, we've got Crazy Man, Dave Bartu, joining us. What are we going to do with that crazy dude? Renegade. Uh, wicked good. Wicked good. Dave Bartu will join us. Uh, we've also got uh, Crazy Roll Tide Insider, Ryan Fowler. So two crazy people. Woo, crazy pills going around everywhere on the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. And then we'll also do the prize wheel. Never know which way that's going to go. So, um, looking forward to all that. Hope you're doing well. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the wonderful state of Mississippi. Um, one team, one SEC team in the state uh, will play at home. And the other one will play in uh, bourbon country, Blake. By the way, I'm a fan. I am a fan yes, this sir. weekend of the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game, Ole Miss and Auburn. Uh, Maybe a blowout. We'll see. Uh, Auburn, Man. you know, is is really bad, but I don't know. Um, well, historically bad in some aspects. They are. <laughs> uh, well, we had a longtime Auburn fan tell us, that it's the worst team that he can remember. Oh. And that goes back a long time. <laughs> oh, no. So, and Kiffin hasn't beat Auburn. That's right. As much love as Kiffin's gotten on this show and in the state, and, and, and I mean, he is literally in Fuego in the Ole Miss fan base. I mean, he, can't, he could not do anything wrong right now because he's 16-3 and three, um, in his last 19 games. That's right. But, uh, he ha- I mean, Auburn hadn't been any good the last two years. And he hasn't beat Auburn. So mm. people think that all I do is uh, that I never critique Kiffin. And of course, it, 
Hard to take many shots. Um, 20 and 8. Yeah. I don't know what to do 20 with that. 20 and 8. Yeah. You know, he started off with those those losses yeah. early. He didn't beat anybody in 2020, but he but he won a bunch of games down the stretch. Yeah. Beat Vanderbilt, Kentucky, South Carolina, Mississippi State, and Indiana. None of those teams were any good. Yeah. Most had a backup But that's QB. who he had to play. <laughs> but you beat them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And boom. He had a hell of a year last year, but has not beat Auburn. He's 0-2 against War Eagle Nation. Yeah. Yeah, but you did beat AM. Does that mean he's 0-2 against Bo Nix? Was Bo Nix the quarterback for both of those games or one of oh those games, gosh. Blake Scott? Will you check and let me drop this. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. He was, yeah. Old Bo Nix. Yeah. You're talking about Oregon quarterback, Bo Nix. Who, by the way... Looks good now. Who, by the way, has played really good football after that Georgia game. Yeah. But everybody said he's not any good. Georgia's pretty good. Well, you can't be not any good if you've still thrown up some pretty good numbers at the Power 5 level at both Auburn and Oregon. Um, He didn't hype himself coming out of the Birmingham metro area. No. Uh, There's no question that Alabama media did. Um, And he played well at times. I mean, he's far from special, but I, th- I tell you what's crazy is he's still young. Yeah. He played as a true freshman like Will Rogers, so I think we, who knows, and I think this is fun in sports when we're in for a rude awakening, when we're wrong and when we say, oh, well, he's, you know, somebody plays early and we watch a few games and the, he's not good. I mean, what if the last half of this year and Bo Nix's true senior year the kid's amazing. Huh? Because he's getting what? Reps and, and you're playing, playing time. Playing the Pac 12. That could be it. But we, we uh, you know, quarterbacks can come out of anywhere. Absolutely. You know, whether it's Roethlisberger in the G5 or Aaron Rodgers and Cal Berkeley or Patrick Mahomes in Texas Tech, who wasn't any good. Absolutely. Um, you know, and Dak and Eli, well, those, the programs, our programs are much, much better than what I was referencing, but you know where I'm going. Um, you definitely, in fact, usually you don't come from a blue blood. Yeah. And, and I think the really fun thing for all of us will be if C.J. Stroud is overrated just because he's at Ohio State, the table is set. I mean, we know this in life, man. When you walk in and the table's set and the food is cooked That's and it's nice. wonderful. Oh, it's nice. And they've already popped the top on the wine bottle. And, you know. Smooth sailing. Yeah. So, what is C.J. Stroud compared to some of these guys that get dropped in very challenging? uh, What's Bryce Young? It's a great, well, he's also 5'10", 140. I mean, that's part of it. There was an Alabama fan on our Ag Up Equipment text line that really got mad at me this summer because I was talking about his frame. I can't help what his frame is. I mean, I'm not big. Um, I mean, I'm a whopping five nine and change, about a buck fifty five. Now that's a titanium steel. Um, I don't know if Bryce is titanium steel because I haven't been around that close to him. But uh, he's five ten, a buck seventy. He's no. I'm like a fat Brett Favre. He's he's, not. He's no Brett Favre. No. I'm like, you, what. you know the way Andrew Luck was built, yeah. Blake. Well, that's how everyone he looked like wishes he was bailing hay in Wyoming. Yeah, 
Have you ever bailed hay in Wyoming? He is currently bailing hay, I think. I think Andrew he is Luck's out living hay. out on the farm. No, I, you're right. Look, prototypical quarterback is not Will Rogers. It's not Bryce Young even. Uh, you know, right. Kyler Murray's not prototypical. Drew Brees wasn't prototypical. Right. We can find positive outliers, and we can also show why those are outliers, right? Because it is very difficult to do what you want to do when you're that size. Baker Mayfield struggles with that, with, with size being an issue, right? So it's just... It's all it's all part of it. But speaking of yeah, quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield's career is close to over. You know, if Matt Corral wasn't hurt for the year, he might have been Matt getting Corral some time. would be could have saved Matt Rule's job. Well, probably not that, but he could have gotten some playing time this year. They yeah. were firing Rule in the Matt. I mean, what, he's like, what was it? Was it Corral's foot? Yeah, a Liz Frank injury, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, it's like a it's that bone that runs down inside the out, like it's inside your foot, but on the outside edge. It runs, no runs uh, across the I top of it. I kind of checked yeah. out anatomy and physiology. Yeah. I mean, I only know that because Liz Frank is a pretty common injury in sports. I thought it was an actress. but yeah, Right, yeah. Uh, Will Rogers, one of the top QBs in the country in terms of statistical prowess. No, no, hold on. Let me back that up. He's one of the better QBs in the country, and I get all the limitations, but it, it's time to recognize that the kid is thrown touchdown passes and big boy throws against just about everybody that they have played, whether he won or lost. Yeah. Except Bama. Yeah. So, you know, however you want to label, he's kind of Drew Brees light at yeah. the college level, Blake. Yeah. I like um, that. And I don't really care how you do it or how you get where you need to go in life and business. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I don't, you know, you know your fancy resume and your credentials or your last name. It's, pr- it's production. Exactly. Production. I, I just Absolutely. I just don't care, and I've been blessed to, to do and, some cool things and, and, and be around some neat people, and none of that matters to me. And all the uh, him and hauling about, about Mike Leach's kind of methodical air raid, Will Rogers leads the SEC in completions over 20-plus yards, touchdowns over 20-plus yards, and PFF deep passing grade. Well, he goes he up had against three throws on Saturday that were beautiful. Oh yeah, he goes up against a tennis. Uh, I mean, a Kentucky defense allowing just sixteen points a game. They're stingy, man. They held Ole Miss. What? Ole Miss got up early, and then Ole Miss didn't score for a long, long yeah, time. The twenty-four points given up is the most they've given up on the year. And and that I'll tell you this, man. I know the game was already in hand, Blake, and a lot of people were already in the junction drinking really, really cold Dosecki and Coors Light. And enjoying themselves as they should. But that throw that he made to Mosley late in the game down the sideline was yeah. pure, wicked, wickedness in a good way. It was a beautiful throw. Right on the money. So, speaking of the money, we hey, show me the money with Dave Bartu. All right. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. CypressDepot.com. You got to check it out today. CypressDepot.com. All the cool things they can do, residential and commercial. CypressDepot.com. Big board coming up next. Swoochie boochie. Good morning to you. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I want to say good morning to... uh, well, most everybody, maybe four or five of you, I wouldn't. But uh, other than that, I love you. This is the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Uh, brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland, cypressdepot.com. Cypressdepot.com. Um, show is also presented by our friends at Edwin Watts Golf Shop. Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Upgrade your golf bag. Before you hit Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, Live Oaks, Annandale, the Country Club, Reunion, wherever you're going, upgrade your golf bag at Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Carrie and the uh, good team there will take care of you. I think it's becoming my son's favorite place, um, but uh, which means he needs to get it. Well, he does have a job, so that's good. Uh, Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Upgrade your golf bag at Edwin Watts Golf Shop. I think that's my bucket list thing, you know. So I I think I've been able to do some cool stuff. Yeah, I've been in the Super Bowl, Final Four, the Masters, the College World Series, Grammy Week in L.A. I don't know, maybe some other things. Uh, well, I don't think I don't know if that can, SEC championship game in Atlanta several times, but my my bucket list now that I'm you know midlife old yeah and uh, I, I'm gonna have to you know I, I need to be very very strategic and stingy with what I want to do um and where I want to go, but it's the Ryder Cup. Oh yeah, it's the Ryder Cup yeah, for me. I'm with it's you. Uh, you know because I was thinking about Edwin Watts Golf Shop and like I'm blown away with all the cool clubs that my son has. Like they look amazing today. Uh, it's not the Jack Nicholas toothpick no. with a with a wood yeah, on a piece of wood so on the end. Bad yeah. looking, but but but, <laughs> but 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 how terrible and boring was the PGA pre Tiger? Um, but it, it would be it would be the Ryder Cup. Like, I like I, now I would love to go and I've been invited twice and it, bad mistake. Uh, just, I just, you know, it, it, it coincides going into football season and starting August one, mm. our, our deal gets pretty revved up. Yeah. You know, we're at about Mach three and, um, so on, but I've been invited by really wonderful people to the U S open, um, tennis in new york and i could get down with that see i couldn't um, do that Mm-mm. for me i just think that to be in arthur ash stadium in a in a big match and and i the one thing that i think i will 
Like I got to see LeBron play. Um and and did I I'm, Kobe was there. Did, I don't think he played. He didn't dress out. Anyway, uh I didn't get to see Jordan play. Um would love to have watched Bird and Magic oh, live. Yeah. But you know, Blake, I just think Ryder Cup and the U.S. Open tennis, because the fact that I missed Federer and Nadal, that like about six years ago, watching Federer and Nadal well, play each other, that would have been epic and incredible. But, um, or one of them play in a big match against like Djokovic or something, that would have been incredible. Yeah, see, I don't get that from tennis. I would, I, my first thought when you started that was, how many people in our audience have any idea what Arthur Ashe Court is? If you said Arthur Ashe Court, do most of our audience think that's like something with King Arthur? <laughs> that's a good point. I, you know, if we polled them and they were honest with themselves, I don't know what that I, number I would bet, be. Because like I don't, I'm with you. Like tennis and golf have something in common. Without the superstar name. There's very little to pull the average person into that sport. No doubt. It's why you like the Ryder. It's why you're talking about the Ryder Cup, and it's why it's one of the few places where golf can reach the average American because it's a sports environment instead of a golf environment. Well, that's where golf sat on their hands and now live, and then they kind of scoffed and, and, and golf clapped and laughed at, at live. As they took like big, stuffy people in a country club, as as bigger player after bigger player walked over to <laughs> to the live tour. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we all know people in the country club who are, you know, nice people. Then we know people who are stuffy yeah. and take their membership yeah. way too Excuse seriously. Excuse me, sir. I've been around those people, you've you've stood near my locker. Yeah. <laughs> and and golf. You know, you're you're exactly right. Whether it's the waste management open or the Ryder Cup, they figured it out there. Your age group, but really my age, your age group does not want to sit out at a golf tournament and people go, shh. Oh, oh what a fantastic putt. No. And we want so, to heckle people and yell yeah, and scream. And, and, and golfers should be able to tee off and chip and putt with people, it, for goodness sakes, at least just BSing in a in a suite by the uh, by the green. We're going to ask Jackson Dart at 19 years old to go into a stadium of 80,000, 90,000, 100,000 people on the road and play with chaos and read defenses and come up with plays and do all that and you can't tee off with a guy yelling come yeah. on that's I, nonsense but Ryder Cup's my I, I, I think I'm going to make one I really do I like that I probably like that probably going to take Wilkes um, that could be a really cool trip no I took you to Las Vegas oh, for the NFL draft oh that's another thing the I've Saints to. took us to the Las Vegas uh, now thank goodness we went to the draft and it wasn't in like you know Detroit yeah um, Kansas City. That's yeah, what it is this I'm not year. going this year. Well, I don't know. I guess if if our same partner called, I I may. It, it won't have quite the flair, but there's no question you can have fun in Kansas City. Big stakes. Yeah. Well, I most. I mean, that's a pretty nice size major metropolitan area. Um, I mean, look, we've got unbelievable food here. So most any place getting up into at least just even several hundred thousand, right? As far as population, mm. you can find. Uh, thank good God. Uh, thank God for the modern culinary boom, right? Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Yes. Uh, I, that's right. I, we checked the box on the NFL draft. Yeah. 
The big board today is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck, RPT Commercial, and then Rick's Pro Truck, Flowood, and Gluckstadt. Rick'sProTruck.com. Um, oh, I'm looking at these lines. We, we're going to talk about them in 730 hit. Uh, as far as, I, I want to know this. Has anybody already laid down some bets this week? The overwhelming majority of bettors bet late in the week. Okay? And has anybody already bet a game or games going into this college football and NFL weekend? Have you already laid some coin on one of the games here or SEC or NFL? I'd love to know that. The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601 885-3776. Did the Mississippi State-Kentucky line go down a half a point because people are starting to realize that uh, Will Levis is going to play? Yeah, but... And will it go to six? If it trends that way that Levis is going to get out of that boot, will it trend that way? Ole Miss and Auburn are holding strong at Ole Miss minus 15. Can you believe that Ole Miss is two touchdowns and a field goal? Two touchdowns and a field goal favorite over the Auburn Tigers. Yeah. They have beat Auburn six times since 1990. And not since 2015. And and Hugh Freeze beat them in 2015. Lane Train is 0-2 against Auburn. The Gu- Ole Miss Gus line- Malzahn in one. Brian Harson last year. The Ole Miss line makes sense. That's the top of the ceiling. You couldn't conceivably put Ole Miss any higher and feel comfortable about it. The state-Kentucky line is surprising to me. Are we sold that Kentucky, even with Will Levis at 80%, is that good offensively? I don't know. It goes back to what you said, though. That defense is stingy. That defense is really, really, really stingy. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Bundling Your Car and Home. Go with your Farm Bureau insurance agent. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Questions that we threw out on the big board. This is now the SEC Insider hit. But on the big board was, uh, have any of you already placed some bets this week? College or NFL? Probably not women's tennis in Asia like Jackson. But that'd be Jackson Meadows. But whatever. Have you placed some bets this week? Um... I think the last time Jackson and I talked about it, he was betting on women's tennis in the Philippines, which I thought may have been a little bit of a stretch, but whatever. Everybody's got their own thing. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Have you placed any bets uh, this week going into college football and the NFL? Ole Miss is a 15-point favorite. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. Yikes. Mississippi State, that line's dropped a little bit to six and a half. Uh, MSU minus six and a half on the road. Uh, it doesn't look like there will be a lot of scoring. The over-under is 46. 46. Ole Miss and Auburn's 54 and a half. Do you believe that? So State has come out offensively and put up 40-plus points in two straight weeks against two SEC West defenses. Right. <clears throat> now, Arkansas is not very good, but A&M's got some serious talent on that defense. They have some athletes. And they, the offensive line pretty much handled pressure both weeks with relative success, you know, almost almost complete success. Now, you're never perfect, but it was good It was good blocking, good offense. The receivers are running. You know, you're, you're getting the ball around, I think, to it was 10 and 11 receivers, respectively, in back-to-back games, something like that. You, you're doing... Everything offensively that you're supposed to do, you sold that Kentucky's just going to walk out after three straight lo- or two straight losses and two physical games that they're going to just walk out and and control the Mississippi State offense that looks as balanced as we've ever seen it under Mike Leach. I'm not sold that this this Kentucky defense, who has faced, by the way, in their 16 point per game average, has faced Miami of Ohio. Youngstown State, Northern <laughs> Illinois, oh, no. South Carolina, Ooh. Ole Miss, and Florida. Okay, none of those teams can throw the ball really well. And some of them can't throw it at all. I, so what do I do with that 16 points a game? I, I think that, that is a great question. I'm not going sold into... that Mike Leach's offense doesn't walk up there and just move the ball. They've, they've been good all year except for one game against LSU, and they actually moved the ball and had opportunities that guys dropped. So it wasn't like the offense just didn't have anything going. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're running the ball at a clip we've never seen before. I'm not sold that this uh, this over-under to me is the one where I go. Is Mike Leach turning into Jackie Sherrill? I mean. Kevin Bowie and Michael Davis? What is happening? I don't know. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Your SEC insider hit this morning is brought to you by Muskelly Furniture and Muskelly Sleep Store. And the purple mattress, among others, Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, at all of the Miskelly Sleep Store locations. Check it out today. Also, you may need a recliner, some bar stools to uh, spruce up the house. Miskelly Furniture, Pearl Airport, Miskelly Sleep Store, seven locations. 
Blake Mania with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcasts, searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. So Blake seems to think that some of the the defensive scoring efficiency numbers for Big Blue Nation in Kentucky uh, could be a little skewed because of the schedule that they have played, including uh, Miami of Ohio, uh, Florida, who has a young, raw quarterback, uh, Youngstown State, Northern Illinois, Ole Miss, and South Carolina, who doesn't believe in the vertical passing game. Kind of like Mississippi State didn't until the last few years for for the better part of 100 years. Um, is that their breaking point? Will Will Rogers and Leach be able to crack that code of a defense that is averaging 16 points a game? Can you run it up? Um, can you do what you want to do, move the ball both on the ground and through the air, as Blake said, spraying it around, spreading it around, to 9, 10, maybe 11 different people catching the football, including Marks with 27 touches with the combination of um, both running the ball and catches. Uh, You know, they smoked Arkansas last week, and I think arguably their two most talented wide receivers had two receptions. Ra-Ra Thomas had one, Tulu Griffin had two. One thing the staff is determined to play them at the same position. Now, when you're winning, that that went away, right? That was that was the big brouhaha on the show and scuttlebutt in the state. You know, each fan base has their thing that they're very, 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 very excited about. And then the one that they're kind of uh, like picking a scab, mm-hmm. all right? And so coming out of LSU and then a little bit here and there was, why would you not play Ra-Ra Thomas and Tulu Griffin at the same time? Then all of a sudden you rip off three straight wins and absolutely dominate Bowling Green, A&M, and Arkansas. And now people are just like, hey, I want to win again. I just want to go to Kentucky and I want to win. And I get it. Um, Ole Miss fans, with their schedule, they're like, I don't care. You're right, we haven't played anybody, but we're 6-0. and And we should be 7-0. and I mean, Auburn has the worst total team Scoring efficiency in the conference. Mm. The worst. You know That's a combo of offense and defense, which I still believe that there's three things that are dictating all this. At the high school level, that's a little bit skewed because sometimes you walk out on the field on Friday night, one team's just 9,000 times better. But at the high school level, Blake, the college level and the yeah. NFL level, yeah, I still think it comes down to offensive scoring efficiency, defensive scoring efficiency, an explosive place. Yeah. And obviously, two of the three go through what? The most important position on the field, QB1. And if you don't have one, you're done. Let's just be honest. Yeah. That's why Kiffin and Leach, because of their, what they specialize in and their expertise, which this is something in business too, you need to, whatever your your deal is, it needs to be something that is valuable and highly coveted and, and so on. Uh, and you can leverage to connect people and make money or whatever it is. Um, but when you look at Auburn, they're awful at quarterback. When you look at Texas A&M, they're not. I do believe that Haynes King has talent, but between what their coach either does want to do or doesn't want to do, and I can't figure that out. Neither can he. Um, it, it's a disservice to a young man like that that has talent. Uh, and he's young, so I have to keep that in mind. He hasn't played a lot of football. 
now that Max Johnson's been knocked out and Haynes King is the quarterback at A&M. Florida's struggling. Why is Florida struggling? They've got a raw, inexperienced QB that is one-dimensional. Yeah. All right? See, Nick Fitzgerald could be one-dimensional because he was so good at running the offense and Mullen had the thing going. But now it didn't work against every team, but it worked against like nine of the 12 teams, 10 of the 12 teams that you faced. Whereas what Kiffin rolled out last year with Matt Corral worked against all your teams except Alabama because it was, you could do it through the air and you could do it on the ground. That's where Leach all of a sudden is. They pounded the rock against a Barry Odom defense and let Arkansas know about it on the first. By the way, the game was over. First possession, game was over. Mm. You don't say that many times with the Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um, so Blake wants to know, can Leach and Will Rogers crack the code on the Kentucky 16 points per game, their defense giving up 16 points per game? And by the way, I know Kentucky doesn't look, I mean, they they kind of just look solid and salty and kind of a pain. They can be a pain in your rear, but they're not really good. Um, and they're definitely not explosive whatsoever on offense. But the question is, or when you're looking at them, is their total team scoring efficiency is really good too. It's right behind Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It's kind of a weird deal. Even though they looked terrible last weekend. Now, granted, they didn't have Will Levis. I had two TVs up. I watched Kentucky and South Carolina only because I do this for a living. I mean, you're talking about two boring teams. Part of the sicko committee. Right, that don't understand offense, don't know what they want to do, and so on. Boring teams, South Carolina and Kentucky. But I also had Bama and A&M on. So there was a little bit of, you know, fire and electricity in that game because of the way it it, it unfolded. Something to keep an eye on. Um, I think some people are asking the question like, Ole Miss fans are like, all right, I feel really good. Do I feel too good? Am I too woolly? I mean, we're, we're everything says blowout. Everything says blowout. Dead man walking coaching staff. No quarterback at Auburn. Uh, had an A defensive coordinator, hired a C defensive coordinator. You know, everything at home. Uh, Kiffin's a top 1% play caller. It looks like he tapped a defensive coordinator in Chris Partridge, who really has some mojo. Everything favors Ole Miss. Yes. And then you come back with, how can it be a close game? Auburn's offensive line's not any good. Nope. So even though they've got Bigsby and Hunter, how how do they manufacture a, a running game? Auburn this year is 71st in the country in rush success rate. They're 118th in the country in pass success rate. They are 92nd in the country in per- success rate on first and second down plays. They are terrible to f- offensively across the board. Everything they do offensively is bad. And yet, this 15-point line in the last 32 matchups, Ole Miss has six wins. They would have only covered the 15 points twice in those six wins. Okay. Didn't Freeze get them big? Once. And then back in like 98 or 99, whenever they played, they got they got a big win as well. Or no, not uh, 
Brewer. No, no Brewer. Brewer in ninety four. He was yeah. gone by ninety four. That was Jolie Dunn's yeah. interim year. Ninety two, forty five, twenty one, and then two thousand twelve. It was forty one, twenty. The other cool. four wins would have been under the cover. Gotcha. I understand that that everything about an Ole Miss fan and a state fan says in this instance, hey, it's hard to get to be that excited. Can I ask you a philosophical question that I want to get your opinion on? Why would we rather be right than be excited? Because if you're a fan and you're 6-0, and or you're a fan and you're 5-1, and and I'm not talking about you and I because we do this for a living, so we have to be more objective and rational. If you're a fan and you're 6-0 and and you're 5-1. and Keyword, rational. Yeah. We're not always, but we try. 6-0 and and 5-1. and Why would you rather be right and him and Hall and hedge your bets when you could just look at it as a, hey, we're undefeated, or hey, we're 5-1 and and we're about to knock the socks off this team? Why do we do? Why do we as fans rather be right than be energized and excited? What wouldn't you rather just believe wholeheartedly? The human psyche. Well, why why not jump in? I, know, I think there's natural pessimism because of past experience. But that's anybody. Correct. There's maybe one outlier, and even Bama will they'll focus more on losing to Georgia in the national championship game yeah. than winning 38 out of their last 30 especially when they don't win it again it's this year it's just the way we yeah. are yeah but if I you're mean, Roger Federer you know won 28 slams but thinks about the one that he gave up against Nadal correct but if you're a fan and you're not look we all like to think that we put our blood sweat and tears into games and i get that energy and, and effort we have and care to do with it correct i get that we care and a lot and there are a lot of people who spend a lot of money and time and energy i get that sure and you should and have it's really care. when you step back it's really insane yes that we do any of this but on the other side bo you've been doing this for 17 18 football seasons name me how many years state and Ole miss have been 11 and 1 14 that's it 2014. Yeah. yeah. And out of all those years, how many has either team been 6 and 0 or 5 and 1? Maybe two or two more times each out of that? Yeah. Right? So, four total seasons maybe, we've had as a state teams that are this successful at this point in the season. Why as fan bases are you so focused on being negative about it? Well, I think I think that you talked me into thinking that both teams are going to handle business. They are. This weekend. Stop. We got to stop acting like we're the woe downtrodden Mississippi college football teams. You're 6 and 1, 6 and 0 oh, and you're 5 and 1 and you have good football teams. Is Ole Miss Alabama? No. Is State Alabama? No, but you're not supposed to be. Be excited that you're good, I that you're better than most of who you are. The is that the the two border schools, the other one's not as good this year. But I think that will always be our what we really struggled to get over is Bama and LSU borders. And it's it's virtually impossible not to side when you're sizing your team up, mm-hmm. you're sizing them up against those two helmets. Yeah. I and I get that. But so, all right, out of bounds, just, we're, we're harping mm. on this big time. Out of bounds, ESPN one oh five nine the zone, driven by the Ram trucks, Mac Hike and Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. Okay, so Blake's coming. Blake seems to believe that the mentality should be you go in and you win by two possessions minimum and you take control of your destiny oh. and your game. Oh. I told y'all I had uh, I had dinner at the 44 Prime Bar with two of the Orange Bowl guys in Startville a couple of weeks ago. And um, they both looked like they were in the mafia. <laughs> and uh, really neat guys. 
um, who really know the uh, inner workings of college football and the politics and all that, you know, it's just like any industry, right? I mean, there's stuff going on that, you know, bottom line in the back rooms. Um, Our two teams have a chance to have a very, very, very special season. Now, you can't let your guard down, Mm -mm. but they have a chance to have a very special season and play for something big in Oxford in a few weeks. But you got to check the box this weekend. Uh, You are going to lose a game, maybe two, um, down the stretch, but you have a chance to win several games, big games, big moments, big times in the third and fourth quarter. So that's all you can ask for. And and you have two teams that have good offenses, and this day and age uh, in this league right now, um, LSU can't find out what they are. Mm -hmm. A&M can't. Arkansas still struggling. KJ makes them a little bit better, but they're not anywhere close to what Leach is doing and and even Lane to a certain extent. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with the Bama QB, but I think Bryce Young will be able to play and him at 80% still big-time national championship contender. May drop a game, may not. Auburn's awful at offense. <laughs> Florida's not good. South Carolina's not good. Kentucky's not good. Missouri and Vanderbilt's okay. And then that leaves Georgia, which I'm still... You know, I think we may have gotten carried away with that first game against Oregon Mm -hmm. as to what Georgia is. Stetson Bennett is what he is. Let's let's not make him. We have these guys that roll out on the SEC network and on the big shows on ESPN that are determined to tell us that Stetson's got to be X when Mm -hmm. he's not. His story's amazing. Good for him. I hope he makes a fortune because of it. But the bottom line is he is what he is. And that's that's just a solid mm-hmm. college quarterback. Um, but he's not what some of these other guys are Mm-mm. that we're talking about. And here's the deal. Hinton Hooker's the best quarterback in the league. <sighs> then probably Bryce Young. Then Will Rogers. Jackson Dart has a lot of talent. Ooh. Where would I go next? Hendon Hooker's the best quarterback in the SEC. Bryce yes. Young's next. Will Rogers oh, is next. Well, is Bryce Young next? Or is he next because he's at Alabama? And look, th- this is, again, it's not that he can't throw the ball. It's not that he can't make big plays. We saw him against Texas make big plays. But you play downhill at Alabama. He made big plays against Georgia in the SEC championship game, True. too, last year. And True. they were rolling for a quarter and a half before he lost another receiver in the national championship. In fact, he made two throws in that game that were sick. Let me ask you this question. Is he the best quarterback of the last four? Hertz, Tua, Jones, and now Bryce Young. Is he the best of those four at Alabama? Yikes. Probably. The Ma- problem is his, because he's small in stature, he's more susceptible to injury. Uh, so was Tua. Hurts, thick, built well. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, thick, built well. But wouldn't Bryce Young have flourished with what Mac Jones was throwing to and dealing with? I mean, Mac well, Jones, that's a great point. Holy cow. And, and Devontae. I mean, he had the best roster in the, like, what LSU had in 19 and Mac Jones had in 20. Nope. How do you even fight that? No, you're right. I mean, Joe Burrow threw to two of the greatest receivers in the history of college football and 
and Mac Jones threw to two of the greatest receivers in the history of college. I mean, I mean, can you imagine if Will Rogers got to throw to and Waddle that's my point. and Devontae Smith? If, I Will mean, Ro- if you think they've been good the last three weeks, <laughs> and Will's been good the last two and a half years going against a big, big monster of trying to figure a lot of things out and playing too early, can you imagine if you drop Devontae Smith and Jaden Waddle, yeah. Waddle into Will. If if Will traveled to Kentucky with Waddle and Smith this weekend, it'd be fifty six nothing. Yes, it would. be. I mean, they'd skull drag them. It would be. I mean, it wouldn't. Even, and and that's you don't have to get to because that level when to you even can be that move good. off them and still hit Ra Ra Thomas. <laughs> you're hurting. People's if you just feelings. had one of those guys at Mississippi State, you'd be going, "Hey, we're special. We might could beat anybody this year." Right, I mean that's, that's a good point. That's so that's where I go. Look, I'm not taking a shot at Bryce Young. He, I do think he is very skilled and talented. But are we sold that if you flip flopped him, Will Rogers couldn't be successful at Alabama with? Oh, he'd be dynamite. And 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 Bryce Young is he going to elevate? Every, like I think Hendon Hooker is an elevator. I don't know that Bryce Young's an elevator. Hendon Hooker is a dude. Since he started for Tennessee, no they've it, turned man. it around. And. He was unbelievable last year. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's the part of their turnaround. Uh, to me, he's he may the best. be the number one quarterback taken in the draft. Now there's 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 going to be a love affair with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. All right, uh, let's switch gears and talk a little food and beverage. We oh. do it. We do it well. We love it. Uh, y'all are getting ready for the weekend. You should. Uh, I was talking to a guy last night who's going to Oxford on Thursday, and he was talking about all the stuff he's going to cook. Uh, we had a little get together out at the uh, at our neighborhood. And uh, smash some amazing food. Um, it's National Gumbo Day. Does it get any better than a really, really, really good cup or bowl of gumbo at a local spot mm. that you love? Mm. I'll never forget. So I've told you all this. My aunt owned one or two plus a deli restaurants in New Orleans from 1970-something till 2000 and whatever. And, um, and so... And those were uptown, and there were all these places that you could go and get just amazing, you know, South Louisiana gumbo. Um, I'll never forget walking in in 1992 to Fat Tuesdays here, and I thought, I've arrived. <laughs> we have some amazing gumbo. Um, you know, I talked to Robert St. John just about on a weekly basis, and when they rolled out their gumbo at Crescent City Grill, Ooh. game changer for Hattiesburg 30-something years ago. Now you can find it at Highball Eats in Fondren. It is absolutely amazing. Another good gumbo here in the local area is Howland Mouse. Oh, yes. About four times a year, I'll dive in for a late lunch and get a bowl of gumbo and like read a cigar aficionado if I'm making a call downtown or somewhere in the area. And um, it doesn't get any better to sit up at the bar, maybe start with a little salad, come back dressing, and then transition into some gumbo, but then I got to wrap it up with one of our awesome partners, two brothers at Startable. Sims and Barton will roll out um, different variations and kinds of gumbo throughout the year, and it will hurt your feelings with an ice-cold Coors Light. So it's National Gumbo Day. We would love to hear from you, your favorite spot, both locally and out of state. Bring it. I need to hear from you on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601 885-3776. You know, whether it's loaded with like duck and sausage gumbo or a shellfish gumbo, whatever direction you want to go, 
Uh, gumbo today brought to you by Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar and the amazing gumbo at Two Brothers in Stark, Vegas, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in Crazy Man Dave Bar 2 at 8.30. Another crazy man, Ron Fowler, Roll Tide Insider at 9.30. I think we're going to do the prize wheel at 9.15. Welcome in another big week for the dogs and the Rebs. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.